Welcome to Book Circles Week 3, A Girl in the Blue Coat. I'm Madison Chapman. I'm Nadira Lee. I'm Ryan D. Francisco. And today I'm going to start off by talking about a summary. So personally, I read from the pages 171 to 270. And um, a lot has happened since we last summarized the book. Um, first off, the... The group thinks that Miriam has been found um, at, at the Jewish transferring center called the Schuberg um, because someone saw her in a distinct blue coat, which is what the only thing that Hanukkah knew about this girl is that she wore a blue coat with silver buttons. Um, but the question is, is it really her? Personally, I'm, when I'm reading the book, I'm like, it's a little too convenient, like, this war is going on all over Europe and granted this girl couldn't have gone far but I doubt that she'd be right across the street hmm. I actually didn't think about that honestly yeah, I, I was not thinking about that at all because well chapter what was it 28 we were at mm-hmm. that ended I guess they didn't really look to see if um Miss Jansen is that what yeah. that her name yeah if Miss Jansen like looked at the body or looked at her face at all so, wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that I might was, not be her. I was reading the book, and I was like, mm, I just don't, I think it's too convenient. Like, there's just something weird about it. And it's weird that none of the group questioned, besides a little bit from Hanukkah, that it was her. Yeah, because when she went to um, Mr. Crook's store mm-hmm. where the body was being held, and she was... She kept talking about, like, her facial features mm-hmm. a lot and, like, how, like, I didn't know that... She had a beauty mark on her chin. Yeah, and, like, talking about all these specific things about, like, her appearance. Yeah. But, like you said, Miss Jansen never actually, like, saw the body. And also, this might have something to do with it, but I remember, like, reading a long time ago about, like, World War II stuff where, like, people would send, like, people who had similar physical appearances to like Jewish people Mm -hmm. or like even accidentally being mistaken for that person and just being taken by the Nazis like as that person Mm -hmm. that could that could be what happened yeah I personally I'm I read to the end of the book so I know what happens and Dara's uh reading to the end of the book and Ryan's there um almost as well so I know what happens but this is what uh was going on in my brain but also another problem was that um Mina who's Judith's sister or cousin um um who was transferring babies to families from the nursery part of the Schuberg she left her camera in the stroller before she got before she went into hiding and it first of all was illegal to take uh, any pictures of the Nazis because they didn't want evidence of how absolutely horrible they were. Mm-hmm. Um, but she left that camera in a stroller, so if someone finds it, she could die and she could be um, outed from her hiding. And we actually came to a discovery about um, Miss, what's her name? Miss Van um, DeVries. Yeah. yeah. She actually, because when the first, when the book first started in one of the earlier chapters, she was talking about, Hanukkah was talking about how pro-Nazi she was, because she was talking about 
it with another woman when Hanke came to deliver something. Mm-hmm. So it actually really surprised me that she um, was hiding Jewish people. But I guess that's a really good front to put on when you are risking your life for other people is that you're completely for the opposite side. Yeah. Um, I was going to add on to that. My question's are. Um, what I... Um, when I was reading the part where they were talking about, like, they were basically panicking mm-hmm. in Mr. Rai's house, like, what are we going to do, Mina, how could you have done this, like, this is crazy, and that was sort of, like, the turning point for Hanukkah to be like, okay, I know what's going on, I know what the risk is, and I'm just going to, like, take the risk, because I need to actually, like, do something about this instead of just watching it when I can like actually act mm-hmm. and that's when she decides okay I'll get the soldier's uniform mm-hmm. and I'll like figure this whole thing out and I'll help you guys actually save people yeah, yeah. um what was I going to talk about I had a question but I couldn't think of it I was waiting for there to be another interaction with Elspeth like I thought me too. I thought yeah. like they were going to talk but I, it surprised me that she snuck into her house like I thought maybe at the end of the book there was going to be a little bit of resolution but another thing was that um, during the plan of when they were trying to save Miriam, um, she, uh, Hanukkah kissed Ollie. Oh, and yeah. And just to, like, put a <laughs> grasp on how, like, emotionally troubling, like, it has to be to go through something like this. Like, she had no attraction to Ollie whatsoever, and she just, like, was so overwhelmed by emotion and just... She just didn't know what to do. But also, we found out he was gay. So yeah, that was. So I was not expecting to that. Try to kiss someone and that's a curveball. He's, he's like, actually, I'm attracted to my friend. Yeah. Please don't do that. <laughs> and I wasn't even like, I didn't even think that it was gonna happen at all. Like, I sort of, I I don't know. I sort of thought that Ollie and Hanukkah were gonna end up together. But also, like, it's kind of weird to be with your dead boyfriend's brother yeah that's that's very strange i mean maybe it was just like i don't know maybe it was like a kink she had i don't know (laughs) (laughs) um what was i gonna say were gay people targeted yeah Yeah. they were oh which is why i thought it was very interesting that the author decided to like include that Mm -hmm. in his character because like it wasn't only jews that were targeted it was homosexual people it was like political people who were like politically opposed to the nazis it was a whole bunch of people and like having that other like part of who he is it sort of explains more as to why he's so adamant about like fighting the nazis because they will go and find him if they find that that and they will like kill him so Mm -hmm. he's he's like fighting in his own way yeah Yeah. i mean i never thought about like the guts he took to like actually well like kiss her too because like i wouldn't even thought of like i didn't even i didn't honestly i completely forgot that like gays were targeted i I just didn't think about it honestly i think he's quite clever i because i I wouldn't have thought of that for sure personally what i feel needs to be recognized is like how much people were scrutinized back then yeah over anything like anything they could be carrying if you're walking down the street you look suspicious like these people were committing at the time absolutely um crimes that were worth death punishment and they just like committed them every day their Mm -hmm. bravery like is ridiculous yeah and even though like those things would be seen as like and they are seen as like horrible today like 
they weren't that back then so they had to do what they know was right but what they knew they could get killed for mm-hmm. yeah it which took, I think it took is, a lot of guts mm-hmm. a lot of guts so they had to do these all these things with nazis roaming right over their head personally i was kind of surprised that they didn't come like besides when the Nazis came and killed Miriam's family. I was surprised that they didn't come into contact with a more threatening Nazi. Like, I don't know. Like, they came into some, to, into some contact with some in like the in the Union Square or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm surprised that there wasn't like one main character Nazi. Like, yeah. yeah. I I don't know. I would have suspected that. Yeah, I feel like since like Hanukkah, who the story sort of centered around, she tended to be around Ollie mm-hmm. and since Ollie can speak German it sort of like protects her and also like since he's a man mm-hmm. it's yeah. of is another he's also like he's more like valuable I guess yeah. like misogyny yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah <coughs> I'm waiting for resolution between Hanukkah and her mom like mm-hmm. that whole thing surprised me when um they had an argument about how like she's like not her daughter anymore yeah. or something like or what was what, what did she say she, she said that girl's gone and never coming back and i was like well i mean what would the mom expect like there's this girl's literally i mean i know she doesn't know the full extent of her job but this girl literally is like out there every single day basically fighting a battle just not on the actual battlefield yeah. so she's not going to be the same person anymore things like this like it's expected to have some sort of like change of character yeah i would agree um so that was the end of week three podcast i'm ryan d francisco i'm madison chapman <laughs> and i'm nadira lee okay. that, was that was pretty good <laughs> no stop <laughs>